0: So a massive thanks to Billy, Quain and the team for another Saturday edition. You can catch them. Uh, same space next Saturday morning only on BCFM Radio 93.2. Well, no sugar sea at this time today. We're live from City Academy for the Avon Fire and Rescue Recruitment event. My name is Pat Hart and alongside me... It's Ivan Jackson. I'm here with you again, Pat. And uh, we've got our techie uh, and engineer, Mike Edney, uh, in the building as well. It's been pretty busy. Busy so far today it, it
1: is there's a real buzz in the atmosphere down at city academy pat and uh, lots of people uh, here interested in uh, joining avon fire and rescue so uh, it's uh, uh, we're going to be chatting to a lot of those people uh, during uh, the course of the next hour uh, the people that are coming to apply for the roles uh, that are available and also uh, some of the staff here as well uh, telling us a little bit about uh, uh, what the new recruits uh, can expect to go
0: through it's been a really interesting process. We've had uh, a, a lot of good engagement with the service over the last few weeks. So, uh, you know, the stuff that I didn't know and the recruitment process as well. Um, so, hopefully, we'll reveal some of the kind of mysteries behind if you want to become a firefighter, you know, can you? Well, of course, their campaign is
1: yes you can yeah of course uh, yes you can is uh, is their slogan in fact that's the hashtag if you want to follow the hashtag on Twitter it's either yes you can or yes you can fire it's there and uh, speaking of uh, potential new recruits uh, I've just found Cameron here hello Cameron
2: Hiya. <laughs>
1: How why did you decide to come along today why did you book this session
2: Um, I'm just thinking of like a change of career and I want to do something completely different.
1: Do you mind me asking what you do at the moment?
2: Yeah, I work in a bank as a mortgage um, consultant.
1: Wow, that certainly is a, a huge change of career. But why the firefighting service?
2: Um, I used to dance, so I used to do something that was physical, like sitting at a desk and being at my desk all day, every day is not for me. I want to do something physical and be out there, so...
1: So, uh, you do want to get out, get out there. Of course, uh, um, the uh, Firefighting Service isn't just about uh, fighting fires, you've probably learnt that today. We're going to hear, hear about uh, what the fire service actually does. Um, have you have you found the, the sessions uh, really useful so far?
2: Extremely useful. Like, um, there's so many things that you don't know that they do. But coming and actually hearing them speak about, you know, the process and the things that they do every day kind of enlightens you, opens your mind.
1: Have you had any surprises?
2: Um, yeah, I did, actually. Um, you don't have to be a specific age or a height to become a firefighter. I think they said that there's no age restriction, nor is there a weight restriction, nor is there a height restriction, which is is amazing. Like, I didn't know that.
1: I must admit, that is something I learned as well, although you do actually have to be 18, but there's no upper age restriction, is there? <laughs> yeah, no. So will you be getting your application in, do you think?
2: Yeah. um, 16th of November is the date that is meant to be going in. That's the first opening date. And, yeah, I'll be doing that.
1: <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Well, Cameron, thanks uh, for coming on to uh, have a chat with me just now. So just a reminder, although the open day is going on today, uh, the fire service are still recruiting up to the 16th of November, so you've got a chance to get your applications in, Pat. Are you Thank- going
0: to go for it, Pat? Fancy a change in career? Well, there's no upper age limit, so I'll be all right then in my 60s and I stuff. I just see you. Do, do they still have fireman's polls? I don't know, actually. Behave I was,
1: was going to ask about that. But the thing go. is, that
0: I'm really interested about the different stages uh, of the recruitment and, and some of the stuff that you've got to do as well. So uh, hopefully we'll talk to, uh, well, in fact, not hopefully, we will be talking to uh, some of the professionals here who uh, are already in that service. But uh, earlier, uh, Ivan caught up with Josh and Kyle.
1: Now, I'm here with uh, Josh and Kyle, uh, two young gents uh, from... Uh, you're from Yate, aren't you guys? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you're here, you come along to the uh, uh, Avon Fire and Rescue Service, like, open day, kind of recruitment day. Uh, how did you hear about it? Uh,
3: I found out from... I went to Hicksgate, because one of my dad's mates is a fire, firefighter, and he's given me, like, a, a little tour around Hicksgate, and he told me about this, and then told me how to get, like, some tickets to come
1: and then book some tickets up and then ask my mate Josh to come along with me. Well, what do you, what do you think of the day so far, Josh?
4: Oh, no, it's a good insight to uh, the fire service and, like, how to apply and all the different um, bits you've got to get through to get into the fire service, like yes. fitness, um, the theory and all that stuff. It's a good insight to,
1: to get into it. Have you been encouraged by what you've learnt so far during the day? Yeah, yeah. No, definitely I'm going to definitely work hard to... Get a place. So uh, you guys look, look pretty young to me. Now you've got to be 18. Are you both 18 yet? I'm 18. Yeah. I'm 18, 17, 17. So so you've got to wait a little bit of uh, a yeah, little bit of time, months. John. So uh, what about you, Carla? have you got your application in already? Uh, no, not yet. But you're going to. Yes. Hopefully soon. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant, guys. Well, thanks very much for chatting no, to me. Uh, that was me uh, chatting uh, with uh, Carl and Josh uh, earlier on. And uh, uh, if you want, uh, if you want any more information about what's going on today in the recruitment process, if you go to the Avon Fire and Rescue website, uh, that will uh, we'll post a link to that up on our BCFM Radio Facebook page, and uh, you'll be able to get all the information there about the recruitment
0: process. I was going to say that we need to be really efficient. So we are live from City Academy, just around the corner from BCFM HQ. It is a special recruitment day. It's part of a series of those. And as I say, all the links uh, we can share. We're trying to get really Uh, An insight of what it's going to be like to apply. And we're going to talk to some firefighters as well, uh, as well as some of the members of the public uh, who are here and some other organisations that are involved uh, with the fire service as well, including uh, Saraid But first, um, our guest from earlier... has now arrived exactly a taxi uh,
1: (laughs) yeah uh, we wish you'd arrived by taxi but there you go we've got um, Louisa Louisa Roger you are the marketing manager is that correct uh, at Avon Fire and Rescue
5: yes I am yes
1: now uh, it would be strange you're actually wearing sort of like firefighters kit at the moment so what's going on there
5: well, I think um, we have the same kit for support staff as we do for firefighters. We want to show that we're all um, one team. We're working towards the same goals together. Um, we're supporting firefighters to do their role in the best way we can and try and prevent um, a lot of these fires or road safety, uh, uh, road traffic collisions happening in the first place and that kind of thing.
1: Now, uh, you are putting yourself through the actual physical training process uh, yourself. You're actually undergoing that yourself, which is quite unusual for somebody in a support role. Why uh, did you decide to to put yourself through that, well, gruelling six weeks of training, isn't it?
5: I think um, I realized that in the last recruitment campaign, we lost 27 women at the fitness um, that didn't complete the fitness standard. And um, I am reasonably fit in that I I run a little bit. I've got two young children and I try and uh, do little bits of fitness around them. But um, I just really felt that any woman could do this if they prepare um, right for it. We haven't got the same upper body strength sometimes. And this was a good opportunity to really sort of prove that through a gruelling regime, but um, if you're really dedicated and you really want this role, then there is a way to sort of get through that fitness standard
1: and the last thing we want to do is put anybody off but it's actually a nine, I think it's a nine stage recruitment process, isn't it? And the actual physical side of the, uh, the recruitment process the, uh, the physical test, so to speak they come right at the end, so you could get through that whole process and then sort of like fall down at the last hurdle so you want to demonstrate that actually uh, women can get there
5: and get through that last hurdle, don't you? Yeah, I mean the reason why we put the fitness um, standard and the test right at the end was to give somebody that um, time and I think a lot of it is actually around confidence, I think some of those women They didn't get through last time, it was that they were really nervous, they were sort of like used to that kind of environment, but we want to prepare them for exactly what's going to be happening. So we can't give them um, any more sort of one-to-one advice once they've uh, signed in through the application, but they can sort of think, okay, then I've got probably eight weeks to, to be able to deliver and to be able to get fit to that fitness standard. I would say follow my blog. There's some really good advice because I'm working with Manuel and um, a fitness organisation called OPEX Bristol who are incredible and they consider not only your physical fitness but your whole wellness and consider how you're going to fit in fitness around everything um, within within your life including family.
0: Thanks, Louisa. We're talking about representation, I guess. And so there's that whole thing, you know, I want to be a fireman, uh, you know, a fireman. so, So there's that kind of challenge of attitude as well, trying to make the service more representative. How challenging is that for you as somebody that looks after the kind of the comms and the marketing?
5: Um, I guess it's making sure that we get the the right messages out there that um, this is a role for anybody. Um, But you have to really want it, you have to work really hard for it. Um, And really we want to make sure that um, people are considering it, perhaps from a young age even from 16, and we're starting to plant the seed to say this could be the role for you. I think there's lots of messages. that. different people from different cultures or women get throughout their lives from the media that um, that might think that there's uh, there's something to stop them going from this role but that, that definitely isn't the case and there's amazing opportunities for career progression, um, really incredible role to go for and it's a place that I've loved to, on the support role. Um, from day one I knew that I wasn't going to leave um, and Fire Rescue Service for a while because you fall in love with it.
0: And Ivan was talking to you earlier about the physical challenges and the stuff that you're putting yourself through. Just talk us through some of that, you're talking about the upper uh, body strength stuff. Uh, how are you going about trying to kind of rectify that so you, you, you'll be able to pass uh, those tests?
5: Yeah. So um, some of the uh, exercises, so one is the Cooper Test, which is all about running. So that's just about doing sort of really short spurts of running, which um, I'm reasonably confident with. Um, I still haven't got to the fitness standard, but I'm confident I'm going to get there. The um, bit that for most women is difficult is the sort of uh, barbell lift of 35 um, kilograms. And so um, that's that's the bit that's... um, is going to be difficult over time and really the best advice is um, to get that support from a personal trainer to get offer you advice how to get from A to B but the best advice I've had from Manuel is you don't necessarily go to the gym and just carry on like lifting the barbell you need to make sure that um, you don't uh, in any way injure yourself but you need to do sometimes really boring exercises like a shoulder rotation with a smaller, a smaller weight and it feels really boring but it does work all those muscles around your shoulder to make sure that you can do the lift. Um, and so I'd say follow the blog and it is uh, explained a lot better. And Manuel is, is fantastic. So hopefully I'll get an interview with him later to explain a bit better on those sort of more detailed side of things.
1: Louise, I hope not putting you on the spot, but uh, can you just uh, remind people where they can find your blog online? If you give the uh, web address, please. We will post a, a link to it later on, but anybody listening now wants to a, take a quick look now. Uh, could you tell us what the uh, actual web address is?
5: Yeah, sure. So it's www.yesyoucancareers.com. Um, if you go into there, there's a blog that you go um, into, or you follow my Twitter account, which is at Lola L- L- Lula, Sorry, Lula <laughs> Lula Roger. Um, so yeah,
1: I think we tweeted you earlier on, but uh, that's absolutely brilliant. And uh, good luck with the rest of uh, rest of your training. How far how far are you through?
5: So I'm um, four weeks at the moment, and um, and I think I've maybe got another four or five weeks, and hopefully they'll be testing me about that stage. And so, um, so, yeah, follow me and um, they'll be testing me soon and <laughs> see how I do.
0: Oh, can I do this bit? Go on then. Louisa, yes, you can. Uh, oh.
5: Yes, thank you.
0: <laughs> We're live from the Avon Fire and Rescue recruitment event here at City Academy. It's just after 15 minutes past midday. We're going to take some music now and we'll be back.
6: 我 You gotta
0: 19 minutes past midday BCFM Radio 93.2 we're live across the city of Bristol on FM we're online and on DAB as well now normally this time uh, you'll be tuning in to Sugar Sea playing you to soul reggae and R&B but we're live from the City Academy for the Avon Fire and Rescue recruitment event uh, yes you can is the hashtag Ivan Jackson is with us as well who have you got mate?
1: Um, I've found Par, and uh, he's just walked through the door I've just grabbed him away from uh, a desk he was looking at some uh, what looked like smoke detection. Me. It's all totally baffling. Some of this equipment that's out on the desk. Pa, uh, what, why are you here today?
2: Um, yeah, just got the
1: ambition of being a firefighter. How, how, is that, have you always wanted to be a firefighter? Is that what you What sort of work are you doing at the moment? I'm a CCTV controller. Oh right, okay. So you're kind of in. Is that like security and that sort of thing? Yeah. So how did you hear about the event and uh, and uh, why did you decide to book?
2: Um, I saw it online and um, uh, ever since day one, like I'm. Um, I've always like I always want to see myself being a firefighter. And when I saw the light on my uh, email, I said to myself, you know what, let me just go for it and just see how it's gonna go. So I'm here today in order to try my best in order to, you know, achieve that dream. Rendering superior services to the right mental
1: attitude. So, um are you totally aware about what the recruitment process involves? Have you had a
2: good look down at what, what what's required? Yeah, they already told me and um you know, some brilliant people in here that explain every bit of whatever that you need to do from start to the end and I've got all things sorted now so all I have to do is just to wait for the you know conference in there and um, you know go home you know start the process. Can I ask you, uh, are you do you live in part of the
1: city of Bristol or are you in one of yeah. the so because that's one of the requirements is so you've got to be in one, either Bath North East Somerset part of Somerset uh, so which part of Bristol do you live in? I live in fiton Over in Filton, wonderful stuff. Um, How long are you going to be here for during, during the rest of the day? Have you got much to look around and see? Yeah, I'm
2: definitely going to be here the whole day today. So I just want to attend everything and know everything about what's going on so that I will get all things sorted for me to get started.
1: So have you actually put your name down as part of the process already or is that something you've still got to do? Yeah, definitely. I did that already. Brilliant. Well, Paul, thanks so much uh, for
0: having a little chat with me. Uh, back over to you, Pat. Ivan, you need to be giving flyers out and advertising BCFM and stuff so Park can hear himself again on The Breakfast Show on Monday morning on BCFM. Come on, do your yeah, job. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I've, I've given you a fly, mate, and I'm
1: going to give you another one, so uh, you know, you can listen back. Uh, uh, listen back uh, Monday morning. All right, cool. Thank you. I'll do that definitely. Thanks for your time. Thanks for thanks for chatting to me.
0: Thanks very much indeed, Ivan. And it's really interesting, isn't it, talking to Louisa earlier and then talking as well about kind of represent, representation in the service. It's been a struggle. And um, the, uh, Simon Shilton, uh, the boss, if you like, uh, has, has publicly said that it's been a struggle trying to make the service, just like the police uh, service as well, more representative of the communities that it serves, but they're trying.
1: They are trying, uh, and uh, to
0: be honest, I mean, I
1: think the fire service doesn't actually do even do as well as the police. To be honest, as, no. as far as representation, they're in a worse position. So uh, they've got a lot of catching up to do. And uh, well, you know, uh, we've seen a reasonably diverse crowd come in today, and uh, but hopefully uh, they will uh, they'll uh, they'll, uh, they'll get their act together and uh, and get a really diverse fire service as well. Absolutely,
0: and as I say, we'll be talking to some of the people uh, that run and work within uh, Avon fire and rescue service before or between now and one o'clock it is bcfm 93.2 we're live from city academy in bristol
6: it's late in the evening glass on the side i've been sad with you for most of the night ignoring Maybe we could get that. So A blaze i saw flames from the side of the stage and the fire brigade comes in a couple of days until then we got nothing to say and nothing to know but something to drink and maybe something to smoke let it go until our roads are changed. Singing, we found love in a local raid no i don't really know what i'm supposed to say but i can just figure it out and hope and pray i told her my name i said it's nice to meet you then she handed me a bottle of water with tequila i already know she's a keeper just from this once more of kindness i'm in deep. Anybody find out, I meant to drive home, but I do all of it now, no, are so up, we just sit on the couch, one thing led to another, now just kissing my mouth, ah. I need you, darling, come on, set the tone, if you feel the falling, won't you let me know? Oh.
0: 1226. It is BCFM 93.2. We're live from the City Academy here in Bristol as part of the Avon Fire and Rescue Recruitment event. Uh, the hashtag is Yes You Can. and uh, there's somebody that did and is still doing. Um, she's right next to uh, Ivan Jackson. She is indeed. Uh, it's
1: Kirsty, and she's coming out in a cold sweat. She's looking a little bit nervous. Hello, Kirsty. Hello. How are you doing?
3: I'm nervous.
1: <laughs> You're nervous. I oh, wouldn't mind. Now, listen. You've uh, you've, you've not been uh, working for Avon uh, Fire and Rescue very long, have you?
3: No, I joined in. Well, my process started in January, and I went on station in August. Yeah, so it's almost
1: a, like a six-month process going through, isn't it? From the from the day you kind of interview to uh, to doing all the uh, doing all the bits and pieces that you need, to do, all the stages of recruitment, and then finally getting your uniform and then working.
3: Yeah, it's taken a long, long time. I I applied last time they recruited, but wasn't successful, so I reapplied again, and I got through.
1: Can I ask you, why weren't you successful first time around? Did they tell you?
3: Uh, What they just tell you I failed on my English test, but I retook it and... Here we are.
1: So, did you have to do all the recruitment process again, or just the English test?
3: No, the whole whole thing again. Like once you fail one of the stages, you're out right until they reapply.
1: So, there aren't very many women firefighters, are there in the in the service at the moment? I mean, are there, are there many? Where you're based? Where are you based?
3: Uh, I'm based in Bedminster. There's another girl on my watch, but I don't know roughly how many women there are in the service. Not that many. There's more men.
1: Do you find there's a good camaraderie between the women? I suppose. I mean, how how are you finding it? I mean, you've only been there a few months.
3: Everybody treats everybody the same. We won't notice any difference between anybody. We all get on. It's it's like a little family. It's perfect.
1: Have you had any surprises uh, since since you've been there? Is the job what it's cracked out to be? And uh, you can be honest.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I've become a really good tea and coffee drinker. So, yeah, no, but it's... um, There's a lot more involved than I think than what they sell you like great things like I mean I'm down in Bedminster so I have all the animal rescue the water rescue we went down and done water rescue training last night so it's just things like that that they like it's extra bonuses to the job.
1: Yeah, because we've had um, a lot of incidents uh, in the, in the harbour, haven't we, over the last um, months and, and years, really. So, And it's uh, it's, you, it's you people that actually end up doing all the hard work and, and getting these people out of trouble.
3: Uh, yeah, I haven't had any yet, touch wood, but you can do all the training you can ready for when it and if it does happen.
1: And we don't want any other. So have you got more training to do then? Is it an ongoing process once you're a firefighter? You, it doesn't just suddenly stop, does it? You still have to do more stuff.
3: Well, I'm because we're on a two-year probation Um so we have to basically have to have an evidence sheet signed off to say that I'm competent and everything. But you you constantly, even when I've passed my probation, you're constantly always being reassessed and training.
0: Thanks, Ivan. Of course, you're right. We've done the easy questions now, right? So now, now, now we get personal. Uh, can I ask how old you are, if you, if you mind?
3: 30.
0: Right. Wow. And there's me thinking, 24, 25. Uh, or something everybody like says that. Okay. <laughs> so at what stage in, in life did being a firefighter kind of enter your mind?
3: Uh, well, my uncle's a firefighter and he always said about me going to join it and I was like, it was when I was a lot younger, so about well, about 10 years ago.
0: Okay. 20, yeah.
3: But I just don't think, I think especially with this job, you need to have life experience that you can bring yeah. to the job. Especially like if you're really young as well, I don't think you've gone out there and brought you can bring anything towards the fire service
0: and what was your experience so your your uncle being a firefighter was that kind of like quite an exciting positive experience looking back
3: yeah you know definitely like the stories he used to tell and it's just the variation of the job and now it's it's really challenging like every day is not the same
0: so for you then thinking right I'm gonna do this did people try and put you off and say "Mm -mm." number one women no Um, and number two you're not strong enough you're not and all that kind of stuff did people put obstacles in your way before you started?
3: Uh, No not really I think all my jobs I've had have always been really physical jobs so I've it's just been a natural thing to go there I mean obviously people don't Family don't obviously want you to run into a fire, do no, they? But so. at the end of the day, Joey. <laughs> you know I mean? No, love, you're not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but if that's something what you that you want to do and you want to help other people, mm. then if, like you should you should just do it.
0: No, 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 of course. Uh, you, you're making me giggle. You are making sorry, me I'm giggle. Sorry, sorry. And then we, we spoke to your, your your comms marketing people earlier, and of course, is that phrase? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be a fireman. You know, I'm going to be a fireman. Did, were you ever conscious of that when when you applied? It's like, oh well, it's mostly men.
3: No, like I suppose at the end of the day, I'm very like open. You work with whoever you work with, or yeah. walks and races, and it's it's it is what it is.
0: Now I don't I don't want to kind of like be the bearer of, of, of any type of news. It would shock you, but uh, I don't know if you realise, but you are a woman of colour.
3: I, I, right? I am indeed. Um, and
0: and so I mean, how would you define yourself in terms of when you got to do these ticks? I on just the forms? put
3: down that I'm mixed race. Okay, Africa, mixed race.
0: Yeah. So you look around the fire service and and probably even worse than the police in terms of representation. I'm looking at Rico on, on it and I'm thinking, wow, is that it? Is that something that's made you particularly conscious or I guess in your earlier answers, if you want to do something, you're just going to go and do it anyway.
3: Yeah, I am. I, um, I think I I've been brought up in a very white world anyway. I used to horse ride, so it is yeah. very much like that. And then to go. Somewhere oh, is like it? This, I just got a few quid there. <laughs> to go somewhere <laughs> like this yeah. is where they they see you, they see your walks of life anyway. Yeah. So they they treat you like I don't ever, but like you you do notice it. But I think now mm. I can do my job. So. Yeah.
0: And. Does it make you conscious in any way that people like us will like try and highlight that fact of your ethnicity and go, "Oh, you're going to be a trailblazer," um, you know, for, uh, for for women of colour? Not it, literally, hopefully. No, 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 no. <laughs> very good. But is that an uncomfortable feeling, or is it is it something you just take in your stride?
3: I, I, there's pros and cons to both sides. Like it, you give out for other mixed race women or dark skinned women, but then on the other hand, I don't want to be known as that person. I want to be known as a person who does a good job, saves lives, rather than the colour of my skin and being a woman.
0: And people listening right now uh, of uh, any gender, (laughs) of any ethnic background, that are thinking of applying. I mean, you've illustrated, and people we've spoken to earlier have illustrated, you know what? My interest in the fire service started because my dad or my uncle or my somebody, there seems to be kind of a real affinity uh, with, with people that have a connection. But for those that don't and are considering it, what kind of advice would you give them?
3: Do it. Best decision you'll ever make about a diet. You've got, you've got nothing to lose, have you? No. in. Put 110% into it. And fingers crossed you have the uh, outcome you want.
0: Awesome. So if I'm driving past the station of Bemi one day, I'll just be peeping me on and shouting your name. (laughs) I might even get a cup of tea.
3: Yeah, We might
0: do, might do. So you said you weren't looking forward to this interview. You've been amazing. Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. Lovely job. Right, uh, it is BCFM 93.2. We're going to be playing some more music very, very shortly indeed. If you want any information about the whole Yes You Can campaign or the recruitment process for Avon Fire and Rescue, uh, here's Ivan to tell you where you can go. Yeah,
1: if you just head on to our BCFM Radio Facebook page, there are links up there to uh, what's going on. Uh, of course, this is um, a pre-booked event today down here at City Academy, uh, but uh, the uh, Avon Fire and Rescue will be popping up in various places uh, around the city between now and uh, November the uh, 16th, which is your final deadline for getting your application in to be a firefighter.
0: Cool. Now, for those that are worried, Sugar Sea is coming up uh, with that awesome mix of soul uh, and reggae at one o'clock on BCFM 93.2. We're here uh, right of the way through to one, though, live from City Academy. Music next from Jess Glynn. Standing in a crowded room.
7: your arms around me, tell me 12.38,
0: we're live from City Academy on BCFM 93.2. Don't worry, Sugar Sea is coming up at one o'clock. Ivan Jackson is out and about. Ivan, where are you, mate?
1: Now then, um, I'm here with um, Andrew Clouston. Now, Andrew, you're with um, you're with SARAID. Uh, can you explain uh, what SARAID is?
4: SARAID is a global charity, search and rescue assistance in disasters. Boys and the girls go out and provide revili- uh, resilience and support to people throughout the world in situations and disasters such as earthquakes, landslides, floods. They've tied in with the Avon Fire and Rescue Service, police, Bristol City Council to set up what's called CRT, which is our community uh, resilience team, so that we can bring someone that home and do support around the, the community in Bristol
1: and the Avon area. So, is, for example, if like there was an emergency to take place here in Bristol, would you guys kind of be involved with that?
4: We we would be asked to, to come along support, yes. I mean, if the floods came up, we're trained with the council to do the flood defence barrier training. We also do the civil protection unit part of the council does welfare assistance in disasters so again if we use a flood as an example we'd be there to provide a welfare centre which would hopefully put families back together clothing well-being uh, support for the medication needed for animals so we could register people in and make sure people get to the right place they need to go.
1: So you're here today Andrew because you're looking for volunteers to join you is that right?
4: We are indeed yeah it's not the volunteering that somebody said to me you should get into volunteering a couple of years ago and I thought what's that all about and this is really quite different We're trained in swift water rescue, we're trained in the welfare, we're trained in ethics with the police and things like that, how to treat the public, how to treat other people. We've got a team going out doing lowland search and rescue, which is a big thing we do. They're going away for a community, um, I'm trying to think of the word now, it's in-house training next week, so that they're all trained to a certain certificated level, so that if we're called out to do a search for a vulnerable adult or somebody like that, the police and that know what they're getting when we turn up.
1: So, what sort of commitment are you looking for from volunteers? Uh, How much would they need to put in? Uh, What
4: I would say, first of all, is everybody and anybody can come along. You know, we've got engineers, we've got plasterers, we've got all sorts of people. It's two hours, once a fortnight, at Nelsie Fire Station and Police Station down there. There we can do communications, welfare, first aid training, then there's things outside of that, like the the Search and Rescue Lowland, the water rescue, there's recruitment drives like this, there's awareness, there's fundraising, because ultimately we're a charity, so we provide a lot of our own kit. We do get support and training from the services from the council and like, but yeah, two hours once a fortnight
1: is sort of, come and meet the boys and the girls and see it's all about so if people want to know more is there a website or a link that they can go to
4: there is there's on the facebook page it's called community resilience team avon there's also the website is Uk and crt link can be found on there
1: brilliant stuff thanks so much andrew
4: thank
0: you for your time he gets around our Ivan Jackson, so he's uh, hot-footing it all the way back now, and he's. I look, am. I'm, I'm running down. I'm mate, running you're down. I'm a little, right bit, out, now. You're a little am, bit out of breath. I aren't you? am a bit
1: out of breath. Really, I could do with doing this uh, fitness regime for the uh, fire service. You should I?
0: follow uh, Louisa, right, yeah. Yeah. and um, do that with a personal trainer.
1: Oh, you know, she looks dead fit, though. I mean, I, you know, in, you
0: know. Really, I, really is. In,
1: indeed, yeah. And she's yeah. through
0: week four, isn't she? Through
1: week four, and I'm I'm embarrassed by my, <laughs> by my lack of uh, physical prowess. Believe it or not. Now, listen, earlier
0: yeah. no, we were talking about the changing face uh, of. Avon and Rescue uh, the service and and, and trying to be more representative uh, of the community that it serves Um, and we mentioned this young man as well and we would quiz him so that's partly your job. I mean, yeah, oh, you oh,
1: oh, thanks for that. Yeah, we've got uh, Simon Shilton here. He is the assistant fire chief for, uh, for Avon Fire and Rescue. Hello, Simon. Uh, good afternoon. How are you? I'm, I'm great. I, how, how are you finding the day so far?
8: Uh, excellent uh, so far. We've had uh, close to 200 people already, uh, visitors here today. Uh, and it's very much around kind of raising the profile of Avon Fire and Rescue and uh, the role of a, an operational firefighter. Uh, And of course, it's not just about fighting fires, it's around the role they play in uh, adding benefit to the community and making our community safer. Uh, And that's kind of what we want to promote to here today.
1: Now, um, you're on a mission to create a more diverse fire service, aren't you? Um, How are you going about doing that?
8: So, events like this is a, is a prime example. Uh, we also go out and engage with our community as much as possible, the different aspects and different areas of our community, to try and raise the profile that, you know, you can consider a role in the fire and rescue service. Um, you know, we're not exclusive. Um, and uh, we're open to anybody. Um, so if, it, if it's something that you aspire to do or it's a career that you're interested in, then we want to engage and uh, open up those conversations to try and encourage people to apply and that's really important. Um, you know, we are representative, or we are supposed to be representative, of um, you know, our service area. So Bristol, Bath, uh, North Somerset, uh, South Gloucestershire. Uh, and of course we have very, very diverse communities. So uh, it's important that we reflect those communities, but more importantly, it's about the richness they can provide to our organisation and how we then can change the way that we interact with our communities on top of that.
1: You've got to admit though, Simon, the, the track record so far for the fire service hasn't been great, has it, when it comes to diversity?
8: No, uh, it hasn't, and um, you know, we've got to take that on the chin. Uh, you know, we haven't done as much as, uh, as we could have done in the past, uh, but now we've got a great opportunity, uh, and that's what we're aiming for
0: so changing perceptions we were talking to Louise we were talking to um, uh, some other uh, firefighters well. I think it was it Kirsty we spoke to earlier as well and we find that there's a connection sometimes so Kirsty I think it was her uncle uh, that was a, a, a firefighter and a couple of youngsters here I think Josh and Carl. Um, you know why are you here well me dad or, or, or somebody else uh, encouraged me to do so so often there's there's a connection if you like um, with people that want to join the service is it hard then going into, especially some of the new arrival communities, because there is no connection? So you've got to kind of lay seeds, and sometimes those seeds may take a little bit longer. It's not going to happen overnight, is it?
8: Absolutely, yeah. And that's kind of the work that we've been doing in the last 12, 18 months, particularly as we've yep. started to recruit again after a period of time where we weren't recruiting, which has not does any favours. Um, you know, we haven't had the um, the mobility in our workforce to be able to. Um, Continue to engage with these communities so they can sow that seed, if not this generation, certainly the next generation, around a possibility around considering a career in a fire and rescue service. The variety and the satisfaction uh, that you can get with a career in a fire service is second to none, in my personal opinion. Of course, I may well be biased in that. Um, but you know, you can. I, I, I talk earlier on around a case study of a firefighter that's currently in the service, um, and they've They've been able to grow and get a whole range of skill sets that ordinarily they wouldn't get anywhere else. Um, And therefore, the variety in terms of um, career progression is, is absolutely huge. It's not just about being a firefighter. You know, young people can aspire to being the leaders of the future.
0: And I think that's really, really important. And, and so many of us, uh, certainly me growing up, and I don't know about you, Ivan, but we would see, uh, you know, in those days we'd, we'd say our firemen, now we'd say our firefighters, as, as our heroes as well, people that kind of we wanted to aspire to be. And, and as many people have said in the past, there are so many different roles. It's not just about running into burning buildings. It's about prevention. Uh, it's about education. And the more diverse communities we get involved in that, I suppose the better you guys can serve them
8: absolutely better ways we can communicate better ways we can understand uh, and better ways to make those connections uh, you know and that's really important you mentioned there Pat about uh, you know our role in making our community safer and that is you know not just about response in fact response is only a very small percentage of our role sure it is very much focused on preventing fires in the first place and that education aspect as well. And of course, you know, that's the whole part of our campaign is, is changing that mindset for people saying, yes, you can be a firefighter. We're all ordinary people doing an extraordinary job. And that is open to everybody.
0: What I really like about this is, it's also, it's almost like, come on, not the Krypton Factor. I'm old enough to remember that. But this nine stage process and speaking to people earlier on, they may have failed a particular part, but then you've got to go back uh, and you've got to do the whole thing again. And actually... Me personally, I don't think that's something that should put somebody off. It's actually aspiring for a a, a level of excellence, not just physically, uh, but in other aspects as well that that people can aspire to. But I do like the whole hashtag. Yes, you can, because it's encouraging people for that higher level as well, isn't it?
8: It is yes. You know we want we want people to reach their potential uh, and aspire to be the best they can be. Um, you know we want to provide the best possible services. We want people to reach their potential. We want them to be fulfilled uh, and I want to be of job satisfaction. And this is absolutely a career that can achieve all of that. You know, and we'll say again. You know, yes, you can be a firefighter.
0: So those people listening right now uh, on BCFM from our, our various different communities, you know, our women listening, uh, our people from the Muslim communities, uh, you know, our, our Somali communities, our South Asian, our African, our Caribbean communities, and the list will go on and on, on, on and on. Uh, what are you saying to, the, to to these communities to come and, and get involved in the play, if it's not this time round, but next time round? Um, We need them, don't we? We need everyone um, from from our communities to to apply and be part of uh, the Avon Fire and Rescue Service.
8: Absolutely. And I, I would encourage those communities to come and talk to us. You know, we've got open doors. Visit a local fire station, talk to our firefighters, learn about the role, uh, learn around the variety of the role so that they can make an informed decision rather than perhaps breaking down those perceptions that it might not be for them. Because Mm. there may be some conversation or some snippet of information that inspires someone um, or inspires, uh, uh, you know, younger generation to um, want to become a firefighter and want to have a career in a a fire service. and make a difference you know, mm. make a difference to our communities and it's
0: about those connections as well I was chatting to, uh, he's retired now Norman Pascal um, uh, 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 Copper Avon in Avon Somerset and, and he said what inspired him was his car was being um, pinched or, or somebody's car was being pinched so he had, to, he had to do the bit of the story that he ran down the road naked in St George to actually um, chase this person but because the, the police were so supportive of him he said, do you know what that's what I want to do and there are so many people that will have had a positive connection and experience with the fire service maybe that hopefully it will encourage them to want to join as well.
8: That's right, yes. Um, And that may be the the, the starting point um, for people to, you know, uh, raise their curiosity and find out a little bit more. Uh, We talk about inspiration. I mean, the thing that used to inspire me, which is, um, can be a positive, but also a bit of a barrier is, um, you know, racing around in in blue lights and, uh, you know, uh, uh, responding to emergencies and things like that. That's what initially inspired me. However, As I joined the fire rescue service, I realized there's far much more to the role. And I get a huge amount of satisfaction now. One thing that really inspires me now is around touching lives. And when you touch that life, you know you've made a difference in some way.
1: Well, um, I, was going to, I was going to ask you about, um, you were talking about uh, getting, breaking barriers perhaps, and uh, at, the top of the, at the top of the fire service, we're talking about entry-level firefighters at the moment, but at the top of the, you do have a diversity and inclusion board uh, that's been created, um, but elsewhere on, on your board, Simon, it, it's looking very white and very male. How, how do you go about changing that?
8: Um, that's very true um, and of course at the moment we don't have uh, two-tier entry in the fire ministry Service. it's a single entry as you mentioned there um, so we've got a lot of work to do and that takes a little bit of time to be able to uh, achieve that we have much more diverse roles in a foreign registry service not just from an operational so a uniform background so there's opportunities and professions in our our service that people can aspire to join as well Uh, but we're also working with our partners particularly around bristol city council with the uh, stepping up program um, and looking for opportunities where we can um, uh, provide uh, support and opportunities for much more diverse communities and, and sort of make a difference to that diversity within our senior leadership team
1: Brilliant stuff. Uh, uh, Simon Shilton, Assistant uh, Chief fire officer for the avon and fire rescue service have i got that right you have yes <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful, but thanks for, thanks for chatting to us this morning all this afternoon now isn't it yeah, thank thanks you.
0: it's twelve fifty-three. it's bcfm radio 93.2 we're live from city academy uh here as part of the avon fire and rescue services uh recruitment day it has been absolutely packed uh, the thing i've liked about most of this is that maybe ivan jackson could become a firefighter one day because he's done a lot of fitness training up and down the corridor. Where are you now, mate?
1: Oh well, well, I've just run up the other end of the corridor, and I found uh, I found somebody here with loads of goodies goodies on her desk. And uh, well, it's uh, Enza. Hello, Enza. Hiya. Uh, let me know t- what, what what's all this stuff you've got here on the desk.
9: Okay, so basically we we're part of the vulnerable adults team, and we're called what um, community safety workers. So we go into people's homes, um, primarily, obviously, fire safety, but. Um, The equipment we've got is different equipment for different reasons, so people if they've got sensory hearing loss, things like that, um, we've got what we call deaf alarms. Basically it'd be new smoke alarms, they link up to a small unit that sits by the side of the bed. If the alarms go off, um sets a signal to the thing, You've got a vibrating pad under the pillow, bright flashing light, it's a way of waking that person up. You know, people that wear hearing aids, when they've gone to bed, take their hearing aids out, they're not necessarily gonna hear hear the smoke alarms. So that's um, we also do fire retardant bedding, fire retardant froze, again for very heavy sort of smokers. You know, obviously we don't encourage smoking in bed. Things like that, but if that person's gonna do it, it's trying to prevent that happening, you know. So yeah, we'll provide them with fire retardant froze and bedding. Um, we also fit lockable letter boxes. So if there's risks of arson, someone's home, um, we'll go out and fit that. You know, it's normally referrals from the police, we'll get them. Um, normal sort of standard smoke alarms, heat alarms, um, carbon monoxide detectors, so you know, with sort of a uh, well vast sort of you know pieces different pieces
1: of equipment so you, you mentioned the police some um, signpost to you uh, but how do other people get signposts other vulnerable people like the elderly for example
9: Um, so basically through different lots of different organized agencies so ambulance referrals a big one for us um, housing associations um, social workers a um, number of reasons people do self referrals so if you know family make that referral Um
1: so if somebody needs some of this specialist equipment, you know, for somebody's visually impaired or, or or has hearing impairments as well. Does this cost a lot of money for them to, to have this system, to have these um, bits and pieces installed into their homes?
9: No. So basically, the whole thing we do is a free service. Um, we. You know, our whole thing is about preventing and protecting. So yeah, this rather than responding with the view that it's going to be more cost-effective. So yeah, it's a whole is a free service for anyone that's vulnerable.
1: So if anybody um, thinks, oh, do you know what? I've got a relative that could really do with some of this kit. Um, where would they get in touch with you?
9: Um, so on go on online. Um, you know, we we sort of out in different. Go to your local fire station, pick up a leaflet from there. Um, like I say, if you've got access to computers online or whatever, or just, yeah, okay.
1: And they'll be able to get that kit. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, it, it looks like amazing stuff as well uh, that you've got laid out here. Uh, very high tech. Uh, not, not beyond my uh, ability to, to work either. So Enza uh, from the Avon Fire and Rescue Service, thank you uh, so much for this little
0: chat.
9: Hey, thank you. Nice to meet you.
0: Back to Pat. Thanks, Ivan. It would be high-tech to him, to be fair. Anything anything past 1979 would be high-tech. Listen... Charming. Uh, that is it uh, from City Academy as part of this Avon uh, Fire and Rescue Recruitment Day. We're off, mate. Oh, is that it? That hour's flown by, isn't it? Yeah. Listen, go to the BCFM Radio Facebook page for more information, uh, and we'll leave you with these three words. Yes, you can.
10: You, you're such a big star to me you're everything i want to be but just are stuck in a hole and i want you to get out i don't know what there is to see but i know it's time for you to leave we're all just pushing along trying to figure it out I- So clear your head and come round You only have to open your eyes You might just get a big surprise
6: Is Bristol's BCFM on 93.2 online and on your mobile? BCFM is an award winning community radio station for Bristol, bringing you national news on the hour, live from the Sky News Centre.